kind of long too that was a long one yeah it, it was kind of long but it was it was good because um you know she still doesn't get the credit for that uh those movie franchises exactly yeah um and that parallels you know the same with a lot of things that, that black people come out with we don't get the credit um due in america mm-hmm. and, um it gets stolen monetized and then as time goes on the history says that you know it belongs to white people because i was thinking about that today um mm-hmm. as far as as far as michael jackson um because chuck berry died just passed away yes and he was the founder and you know he started rock and roll right if you look at rock and roll today you know if you if you ask a, a, a black kid today what is rock and roll? They'll tell you it's white people. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I see them lining it up the same way, like uh, with Eminem. They're saying Eminem, he's the he's the king of hip hop. Right. And I said, right. Wow. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at that, and I'm saying, do you know? As history goes down, there's going to be children who don't know any better. Right. Right. And they're going to grow up, and they're going to say, "Oh, hip hop is white." But but you you know in uh, like another 150 years, Muhammad Ali is going to be white. <laughs> yes. I'm saying it to be funny because we can't have anything and what we have must be taken by them. It, it's 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 the way it is. And I was just funny because um, I was just looking at a video. There's a gentleman from down in Medellin, Colombia, who moved down, a black man and from America. And he was speaking to other blacks who moved down. And they were speaking about how nice it is there and how they don't feel the same tension in the air. And there are whites who move down who they say they say it's like utopia. And, and you so much you can get so much for the for the dollar down there. And it's not the tension, it's a slower pace. And I'm saying it to say this that while they still continue to rape and rob us here, we are operating under a tense atmosphere that somewhat quells our creativity and our, our ability to want to fight and, and, and grow. I mean, a righteous fight. But the thing is, is that we shouldn't even have to be in fight mode while we're here in America, because we know we have a predator who is looking to kill us, steal things from us, not give us credit, just keep us embroiled in a battle. You know, so when you're not in a battle mode like that, yes, you're a man and you can defend yourself, but it's not a very healthy thing to remain in that fight mode. So, yeah, for us to think of the world as the bigger place than it is, there are other places where we we, we are loved and we are accepted, and we, we don't we, they're not as materialistic and even more modern than here. Yet, and still, we can still connect to nature and, and and be connected to each other because there's something different in the air. I don't know if you and I do know that you, I'm just saying that for effect. <laughs> 
I don't know if you notice it, but me at almost 54 years old, there's something sucked away from the air. You have to breathe a little harder to get the same amount of oxygen. And I mean that on a spiritual level. There's something yeah. missing, and, and, and we're not getting as much life in our time as much as we used to. Yes, yes, I totally agree with that. Um, it's, it's a lot changing. Um, also, just the fact that we're, we're not in our natural environment you know what i'm saying that indeed we came here and yeah that and, and anytime you do that even to you know a different organism there's going to be a challenge because you're not in your your best uh appropriate place exactly you know what i mean that you vibe in so yeah when they took when they brought us here they stole god's children and they didn't know it you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. um and now they're finding out what they stole um, but I do, the thing I notice is how they paint Africa as a place of starvation and things like that. <laughs> they show it. Yeah, this is really deceptive. And I thought about it. Um, I've never seen a commercial for Africa. You know, I'll see a commercial for Hawaii, mm -hmm. I'll see a commercial for Jamaica, I'll see a commercial for, but because that is, the, that is their gold mine. Africa is a gold mine and they want to make us believe that Africa is a place that we would never want to go. But if you do go to Africa in certain parts, white people really love Africa. I mean, there's white, this one of utopias on the planet, you know what I'm saying? But once again, it's the deception yeah. to make you not even consider, just like I was thinking about it as far as the Bible and other things like that. I was like, wouldn't it make sense that the real God would be demonized? On this planet, right, right. See what I'm saying? He would not be promoted. So the whole, I mean, that's a, that's a deeper that's a deeper conversation right there. But <laughs> you know, um, just 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 the way that we have been constantly lied to all of our lives. And as far as what you were saying, as far as the life force, I do feel something missing. I do feel that. But uh, ultimately, I believe, um, I believe this Earth is. It needs to be destroyed ultimately for yeah. us to get to where we got to go. And, you know, a lot of people that's on a non-conscious level, they're going to, oh, 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 man, you know. Um, they don't understand what you meant by that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's because that's the only way out of this. I mean, um, death is the only real thing on this planet. Even the living, living life is an illusion. You know what I mean? Um the reason I can say that is because mm -hmm. anything, a lot of times we talk about things eternal, but we don't know how to identify them. And how you identify something that's eternal is something that never changes. It never changes. And right. so when you look at death, every single person that was born on this planet, they all had to reach death. There was not. And so when you have something that precise, then you got to understand that's the only real thing. That's, that's right. the only thing that's real. Your life is only, I mean, you are a divine being in this body. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, uh, so, I mean, I could, 
I could I could expound upon that, you know, pretty pretty deep, but I don't want to go over people's heads, you know what I'm saying? But uh, don't be afraid of that, man. I mean, if you want to touch on a little something, don't. If anything, me right now in my life, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to speak in a way that's over people's heads. No, I'm not trying to sound a certain way like I'm better than anybody else, but I don't even want to resonate on what's common anymore. I want to keep my, you see, I want to keep myself out of that comfort zone. I want to go where it's different. I want to stay on that frequency that many people can't touch because if I stay there, only then I'll be able to see higher than that. But if I stay on this and and touch on something higher than what most people can pick up on their spiritual uh, 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 frequencies and radios, so to say, then I'll always be pulled back to this. I'm trying to get out of this. So in a yeah. sense, I'm trying to die on a common level. And like you said, death is the only real thing. Then that basically yeah. death is life. And so people who don't understand, who think on a low level, like, oh my God, what is he talking about committing suicide? Look, yeah. the couple years that we spend on this level, how long is it compared to eternity? So this is really nothing. We're going to spend more time on those other, what many would say, unknown levels than we do yeah. here. This is just a quick blinking of an eye when you compare it to eternity. So why do we hang on yeah. to this so much? There's more. To me, this is a preparation. This is a quick dress rehearsal. Go into the dressing room. Get yourself ready because we're going to get down in eternity. And we have to go through, through the physical process of death to get there. <laughs> Yes, I agree with that. I See, totally and you understood that. that. You understood it. Now, if somebody else wa- wants to be in the class of life and I don't know what you talk about, so and so, well, look, you won't be ready for the test then. You, you it's, the, it's, a, it's a point that we come to that if you don't have it, you better get it and get a sense of urgency to get it. And if you don't get it, I can't waste my time. Right. I'm a helpful person, but yeah. when they yell fire, you got feet, you got legs, let's go. Let's go. And, you know, everybody's on different levels. Um, but, but you know, yeah, that, that, that's something that's universal that you're talking about. We are all in this life of, of what we call life. And um, it's just a, it's like a brief intermission. So I really agree with what you were saying about in terms of eternity. You can't even measure eternity by our standard of time here it cannot be measured by time that's right something that's hard to understand for the average or even the what you want to call a science person because (laughs) science people the problem with science and atheism is atheism is an answer to christianity so they leave out the most important thing like even einstein even said that you know uh Science without religion is lame. Religion without science right. is, is, is crazy. So I understand what he's, I understand that train of thought, but also the more that I've been reading mythology, I come to find out mythology is the, is the most real science there is. Mm-hmm. However, because we're getting our interpretation from a Western man and a man that doesn't understand how deep the science is he he labels it myth or mythos right but, but the more like for instance when you read about zeus in greek mythology and how zeus defeats his parents the titans and he crushes their body into ashes so these are the, the ashes of divine beings and he commissions 
Prometheus to fashion human bodies with the ashes of his of the Titans, which were his parents, more primordial beings than he is. And then you look at, and then you 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 think of that as fiction. Mm -hmm. But then when you look at the story of Adam and Eve, and you look at science, you see that that is an actual reality. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Because um, in, Adam, in the story of Adam and Eve, he says he makes man out of the dust of the earth. That's the same story as the mythology with Zeus crushing the Titans <laughs> into ashes. And if you look at melanin, that's what melanin is. Melanin and what makes up God's children, like I say, that, that's the crushed death of eternal beings. That is what we are actually made of. Mm -hmm. And you can only understand that once you go deeper in science. But I can confirm everything I say. I'm not a person that just believes or says something. So how I can prove this is the geneticists, they have been, done a scan on every race on the planet. Mm -hmm. And what they've come to find out is that we are the only African people are the only real human beings every other race has partial neanderthal dna and they won't tell they you that fully human. right right yes. right yes and they call us the subhumans now another thing that correlates with that is do you have you ever heard about henrietta lacks say that again the name henrietta lacks henrietta lacks was a woman uh, from Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. Baltimore, and uh, I mean, I'm sorry, 713 Pittsburgh in Baltimore, Maryland, mm -hmm. who uh, went to a hospital. She had, well, they, they claimed she had cancer. Um, and they were doing research trying to uh, replicate cells. Mm -hmm. And they were only using uh, what they call human, white people, because at the time it was still racist. Right. So they were only using white cells and those cells were dying in the same day. But they took Henrietta Lacks, this is a black woman, and without her knowing, they took a swab of her cell. And to make to make a long story short, this woman, they got a whole research on it called Henrietta the Immortal Cells of Henrietta Lacks. This woman <laughs> had immortal cells and they have been able to create a industry that would have never existed based on her immortal cells her cells are still replicating to this day and that was back in the 40s it's amazing so that correlates with what i was saying as far as us being made out of a divine divine being because no other human or no other race have they been able to get immortal cells from so that correlates then you got the story of lucy you know about that? Yeah. In Africa? Mm -hmm. Okay, they say that she's the mother of civilization, of every race, can be traced with the rings of DNA to Lucy. Lucy is short for Lucifer. Lucifer is the light bearer. So when they call this woman from Africa Lucy, they are calling her Lucifer the light bearer, which has now become demonized as the devil. Mm -hmm. When the devil... And Satan, Satan and Lucifer are two different terms entirely. Satan means adversary. 
or your enemy, your opponent. Mm -hmm. Lucifer means bearer of light or bearer of the soul. So <coughs> it's amazing that we have, it would be that terminology that gets confused and you see God as the devil and the devil as God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why the world is so screwed up because we're running after something that's like the opposite way. It, it's yeah. just, we're so twisted around yet. We grin and bear it deep down to our core. We know something's wrong, but we grin and bear it because everybody else is going this way. Well, everybody else is doing it. So I guess I'll believe this way and believe that way, but they know deep down in their heart that they've been lied to and there's something yeah. wrong with the system as it is accepted as being the truth. But when you run with what you know, and we spoke about that earlier, and, and like you said, you do back up everything you say with facts. Yeah. And this, this is part of a deeper conversation. We're just touching on it right now, but it's a knowing. And, and we, 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 we're equipped with that. And when we give that up to run with something that's manufactured, that's a lie that they tell us is the truth. It's, it's like having a size 12 foot, but you're walking around in size 10 shoes all day. <laughs> you feel that something is not right. Yeah. And you know that something's not right. And most of us do. But we're too damn afraid to open our mouths and say, you know what? I, I got to go where I know it's right. I got to go with what resonates. Me, right now, I'm big into detox, mental, physical, and spiritual detox. There are certain places I do not want to go that are not good for me. There are places that I want to go that are good for me. There are certain foods that I am not ever going to eat again. And there are certain foods that I never touched before that I know are good for me that grow in, in different soils. On a spiritual level, an emotional level, I'm going places that I've never been going before. And there's certain people I do not ever want to see in this life again. If you have that kind of energy around you where it's that you're not going anywhere with, with what you've been given. So I don't want anything that, that, that is part of that final uh, uh, death because the real death is not final. But this worldly thing they give to us, that's the final yeah. death. We're worried about transition, most of us, when that's a good thing. But we're running yeah. to the very things that kill us and act like it's okay. We say, oh, you know what? Man, I got high last night. Man, I'm really living. When you going to live, man? Man, I was in the bed with five females last night. Man, I'm living life. No, you're going toward death. You're screwing up yourself emotionally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. so, so, so these death practices, we've been lied to to make it seem as though we're really living. And we look at people who get away from that. Oh man, you living boring. Something's wrong with you. You different, man. You got weird on me. See? See, that's that's all design. That's all design. It says in the Bible that, and this is the problem with the with the Bible. Actually, the problem with the Bible. Well, first let me say this. It says in the Bible that Satan is the god of this world. So it can't be because when you go to church, they tell you, "Oh, God created the world." <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This causes uh, a confusion. Right. Because how could God create the world? But then Satan is the God of the world. I come to find out that the, the story in Genesis is, this is Satan's story. This is his creation as far as the physical matter. 
This is a lesser God or what they call Lord God. Mm-hmm. Lord God is the lowered God, the lower God, not the highest. And so he creates this this place to rule over something higher than him. This is why he's a jealous God, because what he's encapsulated into flesh is a higher spirit than he is. So he's jealous. And that is uh, seen in the, in the story of, of the garden of Adam, uh, Adam and Eve, which is symbolic, but it's also true because he doesn't want them to get the knowledge that they are higher. Right. Because once they have that knowledge, they're going to supersede him. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he does everything to go against them. Um, and also in the Bible, I'll tell you what the problem I have with the Bible itself is in the very first words in the Bible, in Genesis chapter 1. It says, in the beginning, God. Right there is the problem. <laughs> because everything that has a beginning has an end. Mm-hmm. So when you say in the beginning, God doesn't have a beginning or an end. This is a story of something else explaining its, its beginning. Great and point. It's actually, if you, yeah, if you actually think about it, it's the beginning of the fall. Because when he says, let there be light, this is even deeper. Darkness is the highest light. We've been trained that darkness is evil. Darkness is the highest light. Mm-hmm. You take all the colors in the spectrum, they all lead you the highest form of that. If you concentrate those and put those together, yellow, bl- blue, green, orange, purple, when you put them together, they make what our eyes see as black. Right. Isn't that something? Great point. Yes. yes. I want people to think about that. Yeah. So what they do is they demonize darkness. Darkness is higher than physical light. Darkness is the only light that you can't create. Mm. See, I can create a light bulb in the physical, but that light bulb is going to have a lifespan. That <laughs> light bulb is going to eventually burn out. Anything that that we call physical light manifestation on, on the physical world has a lifespan. It has a beginning and an end. So this is not the real light. Darkness on the other end, or what you call darkness, can't be created, and it it exists outside of anything. What I mean is when this light in my house, if the light bulb goes out, what's there by default? Darkness. Yeah. Darkness. That's right. Can I create I can I can create a light. I can't create darkness. I can only allow it. Or put room for darkness. Everything that develops needs darkness. Yes, that's what I was just thinking about. Isn't that something? Yes. So when you take pictures, you take the film strip and you put it in, you need darkness for the development. We've been lied to that this physical light is the actual real light. So the reason I, and see, this is why I'm backing it up with science. I'm not just saying something. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm giving an example. But that light is... There is a light that we can only see, only God's children can see. Right. And that is the light of, dark, uh, the light of darkness, which sounds, sounds odd hearing that, the light of darkness. But mm-hmm. I'll give you an example of how this is true. Your third eye, what I call, I call it the first eye. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the chronology of each thing on your body, the your third eye comes first. It's at the top of your head. It's the only, it's the only eye that is covered up. See what I'm saying? Your That's eyes true. have holes. 
your mouth has a hole, your nose has holes. You see what I'm saying? But the, that is the most important eye. And guess what? That eye can only see in dark. Mm. So when you go to sleep, these physical eyes are closed. Yet and still, how is it that you can see in your sleep so well that you think you are living? That's how powerful you can see when you are sleeping. That's the third eye that you're seeing with. But it can only see in darkness. That is the true uh, light. Darkness. Yes. So if you are a white person, you are born what appears to be normal. But spiritually, they are born spiritually blind. Why? Because they're born with a calcified pineal, which means their third eye does not work. Tell it. So spiritually, they, they are blind. So they can't understand this, and they're not children of that. You see what I'm saying? And, and this, is, this is why they need, many need, yeah. need to get next to one of us. On a simple yeah. level, on a simple level, you're on these jobs, right? And you have a boss that may be white and he may be so disconnected more so than ever before to, to, to the proper way to communicate with us, which, which there's a limit there. You know, they can only get, but so much, but it's like, it, it's beyond them. This is why they've got to get one of us to buddy up with. What did he mean by that? You could say something so clear, like what you're saying to me is so clear to someone else yeah. is abstract, but it's refreshing to me. We spoke the yeah. other morning. I called you back. I called you back yesterday, but because it's re yeah, right, it's resonating. Yeah. I'm like, I can't yeah. let this brother go. No homo. I mean, it's just a righteous thing. Yeah, no, no, you don't have to. No, I, no, I know. I said that to be funny. You know how I talk. But um, it's it's um, I'm hungry for that, and I don't get that being around folks who only speak on such a low frequency, where there are so many of us. Who have adopted right. that and embraced that and and they've given up on the higher level see so yeah. when we meet a brother or sister in public and they overhear us or we speak to them a certain way they they, they come off like a baby who's sucking a bottle because it's like they know it's like i haven't been in practice speaking this way but i i i i, I can understand him but this is this is a little different. It's like when you drive down the street looking for an address and you don't know the exact house, you start slowing down, looking around. That's the way they do. But right. it strikes something when you... And, and this is why I said, don't hold back. If it goes over the heads of most, so be it. It's giving them a higher level to strive for. If, if, if exactly. we keep... I'm not throwing off on you, brother. I'm just saying that yeah. Let it all go full throttle because you just don't know who you're affecting around you. Who needs to see that there's a higher level of communication. Yes, we're, we're using words, but we're doing it in a way that others would say is abstract. But if you're equipped with that, with yeah. that system, yeah. with, that, with that first eye, as you say, the you won't miss eye. a beat. You won't. And it's also, the Bible says God, it says his children hear his name. Or... Hear his voice and understand his voice. When mm -hmm. you are a conscious person, the chances of you running into another conscious person on this earth is very low unless you go into an, uh, maybe a, a place where there are conscious people like a meeting or a gathering or right. a event. But in, in the uh, percentage of people who are aware on the planet, it is rising, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's rising. Yeah. 
But yeah. but the attacks are increasing to keep those who are blinded blind. Yeah. And, and see, yeah. see, they make those attacks are not like, well, somebody's going to jump out the bushes and attack you. So I got to use my words properly then. But it's a seduction. It's a seduction into yeah. giving up thinking, talking, communicating, and resonating on that high level. Because if we do, that means we are talking in a way that they can't understand. And with all the hell that they've raised on this earth, they know that that's their doom. If we truly all communicated at a higher level, we would police ourselves. We, we'd have a loving society. We'd have a nurturing society. We, we, we would grow without them who want to keep us down. Because if they keep us down on the lower frequencies, they can understand us. They can control us. And if we have a, a quiet taste for filth, they'll always conquer us because they can throw their women at us. They can throw their drugs and their liquor at us. Their gossip. Well, he said this about you. He said, because you see, evil will come yeah. at you all kind of ways, and they try to see yeah. what's inside of you. They know something good is in there, but they try to get a rise out of you and try to get a reaction out of you. If you ever react in any situation in life, it means that that person who caused you to react controlled you. Now, yeah. if if I react in a way that might be similar to the way I chose to act. It might be the same action, but I chose to do this. Nobody's going to manipulate me to getting emotional by throwing a word at me and coming back in two or three days and saying something different. And let's see where he stands. Let me judge him by his reaction. Like when you're searching for chemicals and you drop a particular chemical, that if you drop it in this unknown solution, if it is this, it will give this reaction. You'll never know because I'm above those games. Right. And ultimately, um, what you got to understand, too, is it's not even I used to get caught up in that. I understand now it's a higher it's even higher than them. They don't even understand <laughs> what's going on. We're looking at them and because, you know, I used to blame the white man and such and such. And he is responsible for a lot of the most, you know, what I'm saying yeah. devastating things. He's a catalyst. Yes. Absolutely, but I found it's a high, it's, it's even higher than that. They're only being used. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? This whole physical um, existence on what we call Earth, it's a trap. Right. It's set up to bring souls. And how I can demonstrate this is, let's just look at what are the most highest motivations in what we call life. The highest motivations in life are, number one, sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two is either fulfillment of ego or money. You see what I'm saying? So when you look at that. Yes. And how low, how low those things are. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just so low. Sex feels good. Yeah. It has. No, that's the trap. Right. But on a righteous level, it, it can be good. You know, where it's in the righteous mm -hmm. place. But wanton out of control lusty you know just just not understanding the higher level that's bad you know um like you said the ego fulfillment status and i have more of this than you do and i have a higher status than you do and there's always somebody higher then you pass on you focused on this instead of the transition and now you're truly dead and nobody remembers you so who cares you know what i mean Exactly. And that is attachment to something that is the illusion, which is the false self, the ego. 
But also, um, I'm gonna take that back. The, the the second highest motivation besides sex is avoidance of death and avoidance of pain. That's the second highest. <laughs> You're right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you, but when I look at that, I see a trap because I notice if you really observe life, the things that are pleasurable to you or cause the highest pleasure also uh, have a consequence behind them. I've, I've, I've noticed this when yes. it comes to things like, um, yeah, it's set up for pain. This life is set up for pain. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, we do everything when we have sex for the orgasm. Mm-hmm. But what, what comes behind the orgasm? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you are... You're going into the portal, the woman's vagina. You're right. going into the portal. You are teasing the portal. Once you have the orgasm, it feels good to you because what? You release something to bring another soul to come down, mm-hmm. to be trapped. Mm-hmm. So it's a reward. It's rewarding you for bringing more souls to come down here to be incarnated or to the, the God's children and even what, what is not God's children to <laughs> suffer. Right. Yeah, it's about suffering. So I noticed that, and I said, wow. I said, it looks like everything that feels good or whatever in this life, it's, it's some form of a trap to continue this existence, you know, like uh, fear. Right. You know what I mean? That keeps this going because you don't want to die. Now, I'm not saying, oh, uh, you know, kill yourself or, oh, it's not. I'm saying it's, <laughs> it's embedded there, though. And the more you study it and you look at this, this physical existence is the worst thing. You know what I mean? Because when I would be a child going to church, I would always ask, you know, I think, I think yeah, did I have, I think I had this conversation with you mm-hmm. about talking to pastors. Yeah, they couldn't and, answer you properly. Yeah, they couldn't answer me because I would ask them, and because it was conflicting to me that you tell me God or the, the, the perfect, that the God of the perfection, which exists outside of this planet, you tell me him or it created this world with all the suffering, all the death, all the, I mean, where a child can die, where an innocent person can be unjustly harmed. You tell me out of one breath that God created the world, but then you tell me Satan is the God of this world. So it's a very conflicting, uh, basically that triggered my own research because I realized they don't even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, it's you got to stay away from religions, uh, any closed system, any closed system, because anything that blocks knowledge is the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well said. I'm in a church or whatever, and they tell me, no, 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 we don't talk about that, or we don't do this, or don't ask that question. That's crazy. You question. Yes, yes, you got to question that. You got to say, why? Why is that forbidden? You know what I'm saying? Why is that forbidden? Once you ask these questions, you'll see that it's a control mechanism down here to prevent real knowledge. And the reason I know that is just look at your human body. Every child that is born comes here crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with no memory, you don't know where you came from. You don't know where you are. You don't have any previous knowledge is wiped when you come here uh, as a baby. But you know to cry. Now, isn't that, that's interesting to me because mm-hmm. the spirit in the child that has been trapped now in this physical body doesn't know how to speak, but it knows to cry. 
it knows this is a bad thing to be in the physical body. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But when you look at it from an aspect of, because, you know, that's, that's, a, that's another thing I was going to say. The most protected asset on the planet, children. Oh, the children. Oh, don't harm the, oh, the baby. And I thought about that. And I said, oh, wait a minute. Once this child becomes an adult, you don't care nothing about it. Right. But as long as it's a baby. So this is, once again, a protection mechanism to keep souls being trapped and incarnating down on this planet because you got to protect the babies. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Keep the cycle going. That's right. So I've I seen it's a higher uh, thing at work, but you can learn just through observation. If you just examine life and you see what you get uh, consequences for and what you get, like, for instance, this would be equivalent of what you see as hell. You know, they describe hell. They say that death will be everywhere. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. If you look at the world. <laughs> get, on, get, get on a bus during rush hour in the morning or a train. It looks like uh, hell. <laughs> the gnashing of teeth. Like they, <laughs> miserable. Yeah. Uh, beautiful day. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is hell. This is the hell room. Why? Right. As we speak right now, every 1.8 seconds, a person is dying. Every 1.8 seconds, a person is dying. Every two seconds, a person is born. Mm. So when you think about that many things going in and out, you understand this is an illusion. But the fact that this is the death realm, everything that is here rots, decays, and dies. And it's surrounding everywhere you go. So thinking that hell is some, you know, place that doesn't exist, you got to examine where you are. You might not even know what hell is until you look at and examine your circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, that was just something. Like I said, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to reveal too much. We, we, we touched on some things before, and we yeah. will go deeper at different points, but you, you have different <laughs> materials you're working on. And um, yeah. even that, what you said, it, yeah. it, it it took it took you to be a brave person, man, because most people would yeah. know these things and be like, I'm not saying anything. I don't want somebody to look at me like I'm a nut or just off. But there's a lot of folks out there who will throw off on you and say that to be cool with the crowd and deep down say, Dang, he 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 said it and I already knew. I, I knew something was going on along these lines. Oh no 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 I'm not I'm not worried about the average person's uh I'm right, right. About, uh, no, no, I, I know you're not. I know you're not. But see, yeah. most people are. So many people out here worried about what the next person is saying about them. What are they right. saying about me? What are they? And you know, they're gonna run themselves, you know, right into re- an authentic death for good, worrying about the next person. That's like driving down the highway and worrying about what the car next to you, the driver, is looking at on his cell phone as he drives. He's doomed. His eyes are off the road. And you're gonna watch him. So it's just a matter of time before you wrap yourself around a pole. But this is on an eternal level. Absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so therefore, I know, and I have never been a follower. Never. If it seems like I'm following somebody, it's because I've made up my mind to walk that path that that other person just happened to be a little bit earlier on. But if I see that path. That this person who others think I'm following go, goes elsewhere from where I'm led to walk, I'm going my own way. You yeah, see what I mean? Exactly. I, I exactly. you know, I was always that in, in you know intuitive person who stayed to myself. 
Oh, I could be the life of the party. I could, but I can be by myself and, and do what, what's necessary. And sometimes on this racetrack called life, or what we call life for those who call it life, right? Because we already went through that already. There are some times when you have the straightaway and you have to put the pedal to the metal. And there's some times when you have to slow it down to get around the curves. You see, if you don't slow it down and get around the curves, you're going to fly off this track. So I'm not so foolish to follow behind somebody who's speeding toward an upcoming curve or turn and fly with them off of the track. I'm going to look out for myself. Of course, you're looking out for yourself. We have to think for ourselves, And like you said, we have to seek knowledge, not some hand me down, quote, back to me knowledge or, or, or fraudulent knowledge that somebody else who's oppressing us gives us and say, spit it back to me and I'll give you a degree. No, that that divine thing that there's no book written for or you have to have the insight. See, you got to be in touch. There's nothing else like having hands on experience. And those of us who have suffered so much yeah. in this world, we have a we have a sense about us. We have an awareness about us that sadly, oftentimes we turn our back on and forfeit it for the lower frequency because it tastes good, because it feels good. You see that I'm through with. Yeah. I'm yeah. through with all of well, that. Well, that's an ongoing battle, though, too, with the with the physical. I mean, because your body's designed like that. You know what I mean? Right. You have to use a washroom, you got to sleep, you have to eat. Even those two things, when you look at them, um, how the body is designed, they're designed down here to torture each other. You're talking about people worrying about other people. That causes pain, too. So we're designed to cause pain to each other uh, based on the physical, the the way that it's designed. The reason I say that is, mm -hmm. is this. I read you. There's two principles. Yeah, there's two principles that I discovered. All power derives from sleep. Mm -hmm. The reason, let me, let me explain that. When, when you're in waking life, the only way you can get power to recharge or to go the next day when you get tired is you have to go to sleep. Right. So if sleep is the only thing that gives you energy and you have to be unconscious, you see what I'm saying, to get mm -hmm. that power, mm -hmm. then that means death would be the ultimate. Right. Because that's the source of all the energy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, second, the second way that we get energy, it's only two ways. That's that's one. But the second one is destruction of matter. Meaning, there's nothing I can eat without destroying it. There's nothing you <laughs> can You know what I'm saying? You exactly. have to destroy. They design our bodies in the world that you have to destroy something in order to get uh, to eat it or consume it. So it doesn't matter whether I'm eating a plant, it doesn't uh, meat, whatever. When I, I must destroy it to get the energy. So what I'm saying is, when you see those two principles in, in, in place, you understand that this, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? It's a battle. Yep. It's a battle. And and that's why. Crave that. According to someone else, we have to be destroyed for them for them to live. Yes. They eat by uh, the destruction. Basically, they can't destroy. So you can't destroy God. Right. You can't. Only thing you can do is detain it or contain it. You see what I mean? It's like water. <laughs> you, can, you can contain water, but you can't destroy water. So that's the same as the soul. They can put the soul in the body, 
but they can't destroy the soul and the suffering that we go through, this body is suffering. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't want to hear this because it is uncomfortable to hear it. You know, you well, I mean, I mean, uh, let me just interject, yeah. you know, for us to be mm-hmm. in a body that only lasts for so long that mm-hmm. every few hours we have to eat. Every few hours or even sooner than that, we have to go urinate or just, you know, let off uh, uh, the other. And and then we have these desires and urges and then we feel hot and cold and, and, yeah. and dizziness and, you know, just all these different things. And then we deal with other people and then we have sickness and, 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 you know, injuries. And this yeah. is kind of a bum deal. I appreciate being able to rise over a lot of that, but. This is why we came into the world crying. Like you contained me. I gotta, I gotta be on top of this like this. I want to be free. And what do you come when you come in the world? Once again, this correlates. It's so much. Once you understand the deeper, the deeper story with the Garden of Eden, that that's that is metaphorical, but it's also real, literal, because they say that they were naked, okay, and they said they were without knowledge. You come into the world naked. You come into the world with no memory, no mm-hmm. knowledge. See what I'm saying? We uh, essentially come here as dummies. You know what I mean? You, come, uh, 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 you don't know anything. <laughs> you know what I'm Spitting saying? up food and just going to the bathroom on ourselves, and <laughs> exactly. we're at the mercy of someone else. <laughs> to the mercy, you are completely defenseless. Right. And then um, knowledge is forbidden on the planet. It's mm-hmm. forbidden. You can only get training. You can only get things that help you keep this physical going. Once you start going towards the knowledge, all of a sudden there is a there is a um, resistance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's oh, don't don't ask about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> You're you so right. And isn't that the same as in the garden? I, I say that to say. I see that as the, the spirit that contained us. He said it is forbidden. Everything is available to you, but it, it, and most people mess this up. They say the tree of knowledge It's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is symbolic of saying how to understand what is good and what is evil. So if something is ruling over me and I don't know, I can't identify, I don't have the knowledge to know if it's good or evil, then once I get that knowledge, I can identify it, therefore find out that it is bad. Once I find out it is bad, it can't rule over me. Right. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I'm just saying I see the correlation with that and being born on the planet. Also, I find it interesting that animals and other whoever on the physical planet, they mm-hmm. come here with some form of memory, some form yes. of instinct or what they call instinct. We come here completely white mm-hmm. so i know that's a spiritual thing um because he wants to keep us contained so yeah the best thing you could do is get that knowledge man you know what i mean that's the best thing you could do um and it will be demonized god or the real god will always be demonized on this physical yes planet. So, so i start gravitating when they say oh this is satan or this is the devil I, you need to gravitate toward that bad boy for real <laughs> yes I do the research because even with the six six six, I was scared of that growing up. Six six six, that's the devil. Six six six, oh, you know, six 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 is evil. 
And I will believe this because I would hear from so many people. Right. But then when I did the research, I said, wait a minute, 666? <laughs> that's six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, carbon, which is melanin. Ah, see? So the most melanated man, you calling yourself Satan. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The mark of the beast is, the, is melanin. It is the mark of God, the denoter of God. That his children, the same thing that's made, like gold. Gold is made out of carbon. Diamond is made out of carbon. See what I'm saying? Yes. These are the same thing that your melanin in your body is made out of. It's carbon, which is a form of God. It's the recording technology. You know what I'm saying? If you look at any recordings, and like a record. Remember the first record? The uh, vinyl. Mm-hmm. 33s and 45s, 78s. You have to have a diamond head needle. Right, I remember. It has to be a melanated disc. Melanated. Wow. Wow. See what I'm saying? Recorder. When you film, when you take a picture, you used to take the film strips. It was a melanated, and it was dark brown strip. I remember. And it has to develop in dark room or the darkness to develop, to show the actual real film so what i'm saying is this is nothing but uh, a science that was developed based on melanin the studying of melanin that was reproduced to create the technology we have now that's why your television your television screen is black that's why your cell phone screen is black <laughs> that's why sunglasses have melanated tint to block the sun so that it can absorb it because that was created for white people to absorb it because you're if you're black, your your eye has the melanin in it. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So they have to create a re- everything. All of the technology that we have today is based off of a reproduction of something that exists in you naturally. That is uh, based on God. Yes. And that's hard. You know what I'm saying? We give all this credit. All you got to do is study melanin. And if you can reproduce it, like even Viagra, mm-hmm. they were trying to come up with. <laughs> melanin, uh, uh, synthetic melanin. So this is just, you know, I see it as, and unless you have the right perspective, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna see life. Um, it's a battle, like they say, it's a battle between flesh, not of flesh and blood, That's right. but of uh, spiritual weaknesses or spiritual wickedness. Sorry, mm-hmm. and. Um, principalities the principalities are not in the physical because i had a conversation with a, a white guy um you know um i think this was a couple weeks ago and he was saying show me god show me god now this is an argument you get a lot from <laughs> people like i said with a blind spiritual eye right with the, the calcified first eye mm-hmm. third eye they can't see it. So he's, so we get into this argument, and I know this is a recurring argument with people, especially with white people. Oh, show me God. And I explained to him, I said, your uh, question cannot be answered in the format that you want me to present it to you. You're asking me to show you something in the physical that is a non-physical thing to prove to you that it is, not, that it is non-physical. They didn't like that answer. Absolutely. 
Because if you think about it, how can I show you something that is non-physical in the physical to prove to you that it is non-physical? But also something that his frequency can't even pick up. His radio, his antennas, can't even, his spiritual antennas, you know, yeah. can't even uh, pick up. His impotent <laughs> spiritual antennas. Absolutely. It's offline. It's offline by birth. When they come here by birth, that their third eye pineal gland. And to some extent, even the hypothalamus is mm -hmm. calcified. Calcified is a clinical word for dead. You know what I'm saying? So meaning he's offline spiritually. Right. But this is so why they want ours to be calcified by the poisons they give us. The food, yes. processed right. food, alcohol, mm -hmm. drugs, bad thoughts. And we turn around and hate on each other. And we look at each other like we're the enemy. Because ours right. has been calcified. When they see that it's not, they all of a sudden take interest in you. They want to know what you do when you go to these jobs or, or social affairs. And they're passing around the pork and the meat. And they see you don't eat those things. And they come to bring you filthy conversation. In the first conversation that they ever talk to you in. And you don't want to be bothered with that. Oh, he's different. And when you're aware, they can see it in your eyes. They, they can feel it from you. And they're very uncomfortable around you. No matter even what their color, because they can be black. And have it calcified and get very uncomfortable around you. They have another word for that. Coon. <laughs> they get uncomfortable around you. See? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to say a word. I can come into a, into a room and they can hide it. They can even smile. You know, put up a fake smile. But I can right. feel them. See, I'm at a point now, like even now, I'm home, quiet. I got the quiet yard out there. I'm speaking to my brother here on something deep. And, and I'm charging up. As a matter of fact, I cut all the lights out. I just have the comp comp computer screen on in front of me. And when we get off of this phone conversation, I'm going to go seek what others call darkness. <laughs> I mean, I lay out in the sun. But then I have my period where at night or when I need to go in darkness and grow, that's how I meditate. Yeah. I'll go into the darkness and think on something and, 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 and absorb something. You know, so the different right. practices that we need to do on this so-called physical plane that brings us higher into that next level. And, and this world is against it. Absolutely. It's early in the morning, guy. You want a donut and some coffee? Come on, man. Stim stimulants? <laughs> All this what sugar I'm dumping in and caffeine, I don't need that. Right. <laughs> well, they need it. Right, 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 right. right. Carbonated too. Right. Carbonated. Mm-hmm. These beverages. Carbon. It's, it's, see, they consume that because they don't have it naturally. Like, you can go to the, the uh, drugstore right now, and they sell in capsules of, it's called melatonin. Yeah, to get. Now, white people consume this. Yeah. To get what we get naturally. Right. So that's why they need coffee in the morning. Coffee is carbonated. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You don't need the carbon because you wake up with the carbon in your system. Exactly. All melanin. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing. So, so yeah, we, we are really, you know, um, I agree with you. Yeah, we need more dark time. The reason I say that is, along with electricity and these other developments that have come in America and around the world, the... Uh, the world used to have darkness, a period of darkness. Now they have street lights. They have all these things. Yes. Yes. To keep you from really getting pure, uh, 
darkness. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. Yeah, it, it was it was about maybe three thirty, four o'clock this morning, and I happened to be up um, on purpose because I had so much to catch up on. But I took a break, and I went out into my yard. I actually went out into the garden. And, of course, it's not completely dark because we do have street lights around here, but I shut off all the lights on the exterior of the house. And I went up under a plum tree that I have in the yard, and I just, you know, I had to knock off a few spiders and a couple of things that were flying around, but I just just resonated and absorbed that, looked up in the sky and felt the earth under me and felt the plants touching me, and I felt strong. I felt like I was getting something, you know? And then eventually... Yeah. When I came in, and I did stay up very late, when I got into the dark room and just rested, you know, I had some deep, deep, deep dreams that gave me some guidance, you know, and, and, and I didn't retain all of it, but I retained enough to know that the way I'm going was confirmation. And see, you're right, because I used to have a problem sleeping. I'm already hyperactive in a way, but not from anything unnatural. And I can't look at it as a bad thing because I am a superhuman. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that comes to the territory. Others will diagnose and say, oh, no, you have to give them this to calm them down. To calm, calm me down for what? I'm not taking anything, right? But, you know, yeah. the computer screens as I would have it up at night, I'd get off pretty late. I would sit down in front of them. And the doctor told me, they said, well, listen, you know, the computer radiation and light from the computer emulates sunlight. You get nothing from it because it has no nutrition in it like the sun, but it's affecting you and waking you up and stimulating your glands to be up. And therefore, you never really get any sleep. So even when I would go and lay down and think I'm sleeping, I wasn't sleeping deep enough, really deep enough. So this is why it's my goal, and I'll state it publicly because this is what's going to happen. My wife and I, Mrs. Skurve, we are seeking out uh, to go out to live in the woods. I don't want to be around this crazy frequencies going on. I have to go around it at times. But I want to go where I can truly rest, where there's no anything bad in the atmosphere. And people say, well, you're going out there with the, with, with the bears and the snakes and so-and-so. Well, look, what is a bear going to do? A bear just wants to come around me to eat, right? And what does a snake do? Well, we have live, living human snakes that I would have to look out for more than a snake that I know how to keep out of my home. There you go. You see what I mean? <laughs> so, 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 so people bring charges. We have a, electrical charges. We have positive, negative, and neutral. And we have people coming into our lives with a smile on their face, but they seek doom for us. They're the first ones to bring us bad news. They're the first ones to run when things are going good for us. See? And, and so they, they can smile and look good, but they have a negative charge. And with these people these days, and I guess it's always been this way, but it's even more amplified. You don't know what's coming at you. You don't know what charge this person has. See, the positive thing speaks for itself, but we have so many negative-based people that only want to suck you of your positivity. Right. Because it's diametrically opposed to what they are. Right? So it's, it's, it's a real deep thing, brother. I'm going to wrap it up in a few. I want you to drop a few more words and bring it to a close. And um, it's been wonderful, man. And we got to have a really deeper, longer, bigger conversation, really without revealing everything. 
because you got some books yeah, to write where you can put it down. Man, I want to I want to reveal it all because you know I was talking about writing a book now, and I, I'm going to too. But the spirit world was also telling me it was saying, you know, you might write this book, but you know, black people are not going to read books. True, this true, and, and and that's the reason why I said without revealing the law because I'm not trying to be like the dudes with the secret handshakes. I'm not trying to hide anything back, but but <laughs> no, out of respect, out of respect of what you wanted to put down, maybe on a certain yeah. level. But you know, in the beginning of the conversation too. That we had the other day. What did I say? I said, put it out there. Yeah. You so, did. so we got to do this on a regular, man, because, um, like you said, the spirit yeah. world, that plane that that many of us are not connected to, but many of us are. I love yeah. to be still and let the spirit speak to me. Oh, what is he talking about? That ain't no Christianity. And let me tell you something else, real quick, before we go. Yeah. The fact that look at our neighborhoods that are downtrodden. Every other corner, every corner, sometimes. Two and three in a block, churches, Christianity, Jesus. Now, you know, I'm not knocking anything. I'm just saying, look at the observation. And we have the worst crime in those areas. We have the worst lack of love. We have, and it seems like to me, maybe I'm wrong. And I use a broad term, broad stroke to describe this person, the oppressor. The oppressor always seems to give those who claim Christianity a pass somewhat. But when you don't subscribe to that, I'm not saying I do or I don't. I'm just saying as an observation, when you don't come out, Lord of Jesus, oh, I'm so glad, Mr. White Man. I'm so glad that he brought you into my, my life to make me civilize and make me, oh, just, oh, blessings. Oh, oh, he loves right. that because he has you controlled. There's certain right. things you're not going to do. You're going to be one of them turn the cheek Negroes and he can get away with doing things to you that go against what he claims is his religion. He claims this and speaks this, but he don't do this. You see what I mean? He doesn't do what he, and I was having a conversation with my brother the other day about that. Cause he was telling me about church and I told him this, I said, the enemy would he, I said, I said, just think of it in this way, deductive reasoning. Would your enemy allow you something? If it was actually effective, would he allow that? <laughs> so when you go to church, you see him on every corner. You're right. It's in a ghetto. It's in a bad area. It's in a violent or dangerous area. But you see churches every block. And the white man allows you to go to it. you got to <laughs> ask yourself, is this something that he sees as a threat? No. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Any, all systems are controlled in, in America. Yeah. Like this conversation we're having, this is like the only spot we could have this conversation. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On this forum. Because if, if you go to church, there's no dialogue in church. Church is a one-way, no questions asked. You're so right. You know what I'm saying? And if you go to your workplace, it is rules you can't talk, you can't engage about that. That's right. You go to... Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's all control. But this is why many who may uh, share employment with me on different yeah. platforms, <laughs> I get the funny looks because while there can't be that kind of dialogue in, in that area, they'll run home to YouTube and listen to my videos. And I can tell because their ears get so red when they see me. And I'm just laughing. <laughs> because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Yeah. I don't have any fear in me for, for any of that. And, and and I'm very easily accessible. 
And if something ever happens to me, well, you just help me move me along to another level. And I'm watching you in spirit form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's another thing that's always good to be accessible to because uh, people are closing themselves off to others. And it may be important information you may need to get that we've been trained just to basically uh, close. You know what I mean? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. And it be something that the spirit needs you to do. The spirit world may be calling you to do something. And, you know, we're so engaged in physical. We don't even. Uh, but, yeah, what you're saying about church, that's very true. That's yeah. Very yeah. True. And the first thing, if they don't, if it's not approved by the agenda. Oh, yeah. that's my, that's the devil. Oh, I can't mess with that. That's the devil. It's called mind control. Yeah, but 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 the very one who's treating you the way they treat you and lynching you and killing you and poisoning you off and keeping you in ghetto plantations, that's not the devil? Yeah, that's not the devil, right? Yeah, do you see that? Do you see the... This is what appalls me as far as white people. I know they call it... Um, there's a term now they came out with. Uh, they say it's called... Uh, uh, what is the word? It's a... Uh, It'll come to you. Coin that frame. Yeah, someone coined the phrase. Um, uh, it'll come to me. Mm -hmm. But bottom line, it's basically where they can ignore what they do and look at a person as evil or whatever. But at the same time, they're doing the things, the very things that they condemn, and say that you are the reason. And you are only the victim. It's like if you rape someone and then you blame the rape victim. Right, right. Deflecting on you. Yeah. Yeah. And that, 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 that's, that's very harmful to the black mind and the black psyche because we look to another race for validation. Mm -hmm. We look to another race for protection. Uh, protection. We look to another race for our spiritual awareness everything and when you do that yeah everything. everything is outsourced we have nothing and if we have something that better fall along the lines of what the oppressor approves see and, and, and isn't it funny how we have this way i'm not seeing you i when i say we but i'm just seeing it as a broad term that yeah. if we gain something we judge it or gauge it by how the oppressor will view it so we're quick yeah. to reject something that we know the oppressor is going to not like. See? Exactly. So so, exactly. so we run on automatic for him instead of being right. an independent thinker and challenging the system that he created to keep us trapped in. So, you know, I do different yeah. shows and I can get a little ratchet. I can tell some jokes. And all, but this is how I think. And, and this is, I know this. I see this. You can't convince me. Otherwise, I'm seeing how this cycle works in this country and in the world. And I'm supposed to be stupid about it. I'm supposed to get to 54 years old, a week or two shy, and not know what you've been doing all these years? Right. You're supposed to turn your head to it. The, the very reason why I'm here, as strong as I am and as focused as I am, is because I know the tricks of the trade. I know the game. I know yeah. the minefields to step around. That's why the older black men... In this system, they're a big threat. If you notice, if you look at some of the old slave shows or even people who would tell you certain stories, that old slave that hung around so long 
and been around so long, he knows every inch, nook and cranny of the plantation. He, know, he, he can run the plantation. He's the most trusted slave in a sense, but when the slave master gets on his nerves, Master Watson, just let me be. Leave me alone. He can raise his voice to the slave master. And a slave master knows his place because he can't hide from that old slave. That old slave been around too long and knows the dirt and knows how, and he's valuable to him. So he's not taking nothing no more. Now, I'm not a slave, but I've been around a long time. And when I open my mouth to speak to these people who think that they have the others fooled, they can't say a damn thing to me. Yeah, and that, and that's 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 really empowering because you know the images that they show to us, like especially with the films um, of us being in that place of slavery or that servitude role, is to reinforce that context in your brain that even though that time has passed, they want to continue that that mindset to keep you in slavery, to keep you talking to them as your superior. You see what I'm saying? And when you watch these films, it just reinforces it. It's like taking us back there. It's almost <laughs> like bringing slavery from the past to the new generation right. for them to feel the same. You know, because when you watch films, you get emotion. It's like bringing that to the forefront from the past for us to feel those same feelings of helplessness, hopelessness. That's right. And bring it to the modern day you know what i mean because and, and it keeps it it keeps it reinforced because have you noticed many times when you're in a situation where there's a group of blacks and you're getting along fine but then this white man comes along and he elects himself to be the boss like i'm here you better fall in place i am the boss and for those of us who are trained up mentally in this system and and and, and groomed for that we fall into place and let him just become the boss and run things. And, and nine times out of ten, guess what? He's got to ask everybody who was there how things run. But yet and still, he's looked at as the boss by default. Where does that come from? And then it becomes an arrogance within some of them that, yes. you know, how dare you question my uh, 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 authority that's here by default. Yes. We know that this is the way it is. We, we know that I'm the epitome. No, you're not. Prove yourself. You might know something. You might be the boss on a certain level, but you got to prove to me that you've mastered the craft. Don't just step into the room and assume that, like for me, I drive a bus down here in Orlando, Florida. So folks think, oh, you're just that. I have no problem. I do what I got to do to make a buck in this system while I'm in this system because I'm mastering this system. But that doesn't mean that I'm not brilliant, that I'm not a master communicator, that I can't creatively express myself, that I can't multitask beyond their capacities, yet and still they're getting paid more money than me. Or they would never see me in a certain capacity in their system. I don't want to be a part of their system, and this is why I stress that all of us get together and have our own. No matter how small it is that you started out, but have our own. We need to respect each other, because too many of us think that, oh, that's something black, it can't be that good. And some of us don't deliver. But we've got to get out of that. Total detoxing, detoxing totally out of this system. Yeah, absolutely. Because what you were saying as far as your status or even that, everything from the white mindset is totally physical based, like I was saying. So he's looking at, like you were saying, you're a bus driver. That is great. You know why? Because you get to, you get to hide. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm a ninja. They, exactly. You want to be hidden. It says the Christ right. will be hidden. See what I'm saying? The Christ will be hidden. The Christ is not a historical figure. The Christ is talking about an archetype for a particular person with the, with the soul and the children of God. That's what they're talking about. Right. So what I'm saying is this says the Christ or the Christ energy will be hidden. Right. You know what I'm saying they'll hide you, so it's good that they see you as a bus driver because they, you know, why? Because then they underestimate their opponent, and <laughs> it is always said when you underestimate your opponent, that is when you get defeated. That's right, and because of the arrogance and pride, right? Oh, he's not a threat to me. You see what I'm saying? I want them to think that that's right, it makes it easier for you. It makes it exactly, and it makes it easier, easier for you to navigate in their world, learn their rhythm. And, and and you're right there, and they just, they don't even see you. Their arrogance keeps that's them right. blinded. You know? That's right. That's a and wonderful that's thing. thing. People who, like Floyd Mayweather and people like that, I respect his boxing career. But yes. What I'm saying is, when he shows his wealth like that, <laughs> he's putting a target. You see what I'm saying? When you look at wealthy white people, like, okay, Floyd Mayweather's not even, a, he's not a billionaire. No, he's but not. Right. You see his, he's still in the millionaire category and maybe the hundreds of millions but what i'm saying is when you look at him he shows his cards he shows his yacht his boats he right. shows his okay but then you look at someone like warren buffett right right a billionaire and they don't show to the same level as a person who is not at the billionaire level right but he's putting a target so what i'm saying is yeah you don't want to be identified as a target and it's better to go low key because uh, I know I know wealthy white people man I'm telling you they wear they wear some raggedy you know or some yeah. things way below shoes. yeah their Absolutely. esteem is not caught up in in what they have money making is a game for them but they they don't have the voids the say it again but they want to be off the radar right you know right they don't want they don't want you to they go outside and, oh, there he is. There he is. You see what I'm saying? What, what, what is that about us as black people, some of us, that we have to be seen? I mean, we have to be seen. for Just for anything, we will do stupid stuff just to be I seen. I don't blame us. I do not blame us at all because we have been depraved. Yeah. We have been deprived of that for so long that any chance we can get to put a little bit of that back you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We go overboard because it's such a, it's like being, it's like starving. It's like a rush. You know exactly. So I don't, I used to, I used to, you know, I used to judge and, and say that, but I don't anymore because mm -hmm. I understand as a black man, I understand how uh, to live your life constantly being depri deprived of any pride, any type of status, any type of significance in this society that when you get a little bit of it, you, you know what I'm saying? You you try to maximize it to make up for all of that uh, depravity that you have experienced over a course of time. It's like trying to make up for it. So That's I right. don't blame black people, but I, I, I'm just saying it's not wise to set yourself up as the target. Right. Because then your enemy can quickly identify you and say, oh, okay, here's a threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Here's a threat. So, yeah, it's it's good to, it's good to blend in, man. It's like a it's like a cloak. It's like having a, it's like having a cloak. 
They don't know who you are. You That's know, right. So you just a guy riding a bus. Um, you know, or you just a guy working a little job. <laughs> and oh, he's black. Oh, he. And they don't know. You could be the one that can, like I said, when you underestimate your opponent, that's the one. That is the one mm-hmm. that is going to get defeated. He doesn't even see it coming. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I, I love when I have a dialogue with white people and they don't think I know nothing. They don't they ask me what's my education based on their education. System. Right, they right. Ask me this and that. I love that because it shows me that their arrogance is going to be the reason of their fall. Because they don't even, you see what I'm saying? They don't see me as, they're so confident is what I'm saying. They're so confident that they're going to miss it when it's happening. Because there's a great awakening happening. Oh, big time. Around the planet. That's right. Because of this internet. And they can't stop it. They can't. The internet is here to stay. So this information is, I I, I say it's equivalent to the Library of Alexandria that was destroyed Mm -hmm. twice. Because never before have we been able to connect to everyone on the planet in one spot where there's a hub of constant information being gathered in one place. Right. So, so you know what I'm saying? They can't stop it. They can't stop it. They can't shut everybody's YouTube down. They can't shut every website down. You see what I'm saying? So this is why there's a fear from the Illuminati or... Well, they're not the Illuminati. They are the fake Illuminati. We the real right, Illuminati. Right, 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 right. But, but, <laughs> that's why they watch they us so hard. Afraid. Yes, they just go on a uh, go on a black person's YouTube page that is talking about black issues in the comment section. If they have the comment section open, oh man, <laughs> you're getting attacked. Yeah. And I'm saying, wait a minute. If you don't care about, if we're insignificant so much, why do you take the time? <laughs> to go on a black channel to analyze our every word and then make the effort to leave a comment if you don't care. It's showing that they are very worried as far as the fear. Mm-hmm. They have a fear. Mm-hmm. And it's not like all these black men getting shot down who are unarmed. Right. Because my mother was asking me about that one day and I was telling her, I was saying, it's something spiritual. How could a person, if I'm equipped with a weapon, and I have in fear for a their lives behind me, yeah, I have a whole force behind me. I have everything in my right. I have a legal right to kill you, or the legal uh, authority to kill you. But I am afraid of you. What is that? They are afraid. <laughs> it's something spiritual. They are afraid because they know who you are. Exactly. You are their father. That's right. right. So, that's right. you know, um, Beautifully said. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that, that's the thing about it. The science now that's coming for is actually hurting them because now science that used to be uh, less transparent mm-hmm. is actually lining up and actually showing that what they've been saying for years as far as the white supremacy is actually false. Right. And this is causing a problem. You know what I mean? Because yep. they want to say, oh, we want to discover all this stuff. But the deeper they look, <laughs> they start finding, uh-oh, oh, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is not a black. This is, wait a minute. We kidnapped God's children, and we're going to have to pay for this. Yep. You see what I'm saying? You didn't, yep. They didn't. It's too late. You know I mean? It's too late. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen It's a movie called, um, I think it came out a while ago. It was called, uh. 
called Jack and the Beanstalk, the real story. I heard of it, but I never saw it. Well, bottom line, in a nutshell, this white guy is, he comes from a family, um, and they are wealthy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know, he's like the fourth generation. So he's inherited all his wealth, and he's asking, how did my family get this rich? And he comes to find out that his, his father, or his great-great-great-grandfather, stole a, 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 a goose that lays golden eggs mm-hmm. and a harp from the giants, the race of giants, which is similar to the Titans. And there's a curse on his family that they all died before the age of 40. Mm. So as this, this Jack, the fourth generation, as he's approaching 40, he's asking questions. How do, how, you know, how do we get all this? Work? What's our coming? But anyway, he finds out that his father stole the golden, the, the goose that lays golden eggs. And basically they had to, he didn't know, they didn't know what they did. So they had to replace it. They had to bring it back to where they got it because they didn't understand the significance right. of what they had stolen. And that's the same as white people as far as stealing the slaves from Africa. They didn't know. <laughs> you, know uh, you know what I'm saying? They didn't know. And, 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 and we have been the victims of all of this and, and subjected to so much. And still, we're such a peace-loving people. And they're the ones in control. They're the ones who did what they did. Yet they're enraged over our very existence. Check that out. See, doesn't that make sense? Yeah, and that, that, that's perplexing because I've always thought about that. Even as a child, I would say, wait a minute. How is a person, you know, I, I see white people, they'll be proud. They'll say, oh, yeah, we used to hang black people. Oh, we used to do this. And they are, and I'm saying, hold on. What did we do? You see what I'm saying? What do we do that makes you feel good to do bad things uh, or negative things? <laughs> it's got to be something that's non-physical because I can't uh, 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 recall an account of black people bombing other countries. Uh, doing the, the, the epitome, like for instance, if it was an even thing, it would be black people hanging white people. How come I don't hear about this? Right. You don't hear about black people shooting up malls and innocent people. So what I'm saying is there's it's, that's when I started to do research and found out it's it's a spiritual. They hate God's children. See what I'm saying? By design, just like a cat is the natural uh, enemy of a dog. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Unless mm-hmm. they grow up together, the physical... They are designed to be enemies. So this is what we got to understand with white people. I don't even think it's their intention. But once they reach that age of maturity, you know, to become an adult, because as a children, I notice they, they can be nice. You know what I mean? Before they reach adulthood. But mm-hmm. once they get there, there is, you guys are enemies. It's just by nature. And that's because they lack the spirit of God that is in by, that you inherited by DNA. Mm-hmm. And I know that might sound racist or whatever, because they always say racist, but we can't be racist. That's a whole other topic. It's a whole other topic, but right. But still, yeah. we, we can't be. But they, they want to have us running cower, even at that term. And you know what I'm going to start doing to speak yeah. on their frequency? When they come at that, like they're going to scare me. 
Oh, look at him. He goes home and gets on YouTube and invites these other brothers and sisters to speak about white people all the time. He's racist. And so you know what? No, we, we know what it is, and we know that it's not. But just to screw their head up, I'm like, yes, I am. Just like you. You taught me well. I love my race. Now go chew right. on that. What you going to say down after that? What you going to say? See, I'm, I, we, see, see, too many times we diminish the momentum of our righteous movement because we have to be careful. We don't want to look... Oh, or be called racist. Now, any white person listening to this, when we say the white man, you know that we're talking about this system that's set up, and we're speaking about some of you all who are white, who are racist. Right. But I'm not going to sit here and grab a, a box of Raisin Bran cereal that my friend had over his house for two weeks, and he got bad roaches. And I got to go pick through the raisin brand to make sure what's a raisin and what's a roach. I don't want no roachy cereal. So I reject the whole box. So if you want to call me that, then go ahead and call me that. I got something to focus on more so than the label you want to put on me that you've worn so well over the last several hundred years plus. Right? Exactly. So that's not my exactly. worry what you think I am. My people know who I am. Because if you call me racist and you judge me by or gauge me by the life I've lived against those who are really, really racist, who have done things so obvious throughout history, and the closet racist who <laughs> make sure you don't get that mortgage, who rips That's up right. that job application even though you're qualified but because you contain too much melanin we can't have him working around us we went to his facebook page no we can't have one of those that kind around us see the sneaky ones yeah. the ones who love to work in prisons the ones who love to become cops because when nobody's looking they can pull up that nightstick and crack it over our head just to get knock a nigger in the head legally, haha, and get yeah. get away with it and get paid. See, so there's a lot of those yeah, undercover racists. And why is it that some of them who are corporate racists mm -hmm. who 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 will reject us on their jobs, which I'm kind of funny about that because we should have our own jobs. We have our own needs that we can fulfill in our community, but reject us on their jobs. Talking about, oh, we're not hiring right now, or we really don't have the money. It's a bit lean right now, but turn around and these same jokers trade their corporate suits for something, some other outfit to blend in, and they're making it rain in the black titty bar. Oh, so you don't have any money to help a brother out pursue life, liberty, and, and, and the pursuit of happiness, but you got money to fund all women be in play things and you can ogle and, and play with their adornments and they're in their place. Your little sex kitten you. I'll never honor you as a, as a brilliant mind. This is the problem they had with Michelle Obama. No matter how we stand with their politics, the imagery of a dignified, educated black woman. That negated all of the Nicki Minajerie <laughs> that's put out there. Right? Yeah. So how do we deal with this? This goes against because they love 
the ratchet videos that they see of us. Come on now. In our neighborhoods, we see enough of that. We're not running to see or look at that as fast. When those videos get that many hits, trust me, it's not just us. We 13% of the population, and, and, and these videos get millions and millions and millions of hits. So are we playing it over and over and over again? No. Hey, Becky, come here. Come to the computer room. <laughs> Look at this nigger gal. She's fighting the other one, and they fought so hard to her titty came out. <laughs> they imitate it. Exactly. Yeah. See, it's, it's, it's like having a secret admirer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what they are, though. You know what I mean? In a twisted way. It's a, yeah, it's like I really, really admire this person. Or I, I, I'm really fascinated by this No, person. no, I really want to be you. I got to, I really want to be you. But I can't tell you that I got to shoot you down and come at you a certain way so that I will never reveal my real admiration. Right. It's, it. it's like the girl... It's like the girl in second or third grade who would look at you and say, you so ugly, you so ugly, you so ugly. But then now, you know, you're 19, 20 years old and she don't think you ugly no more. And you're enjoying yourselves in the bedroom during the uh, uh, festivities of procreation. <laughs> and she admits, I always had a crush on you. See, that's what it is. Right. That's what it is. Right. It's what it is. It's hiding and the, the cowardly. That's the, my thing is. Based on, I'm just saying, you could take a person, a black person who has no money, okay, and you could take a white person who has all the money in the world, and the coward, the, the, the level of cowardice that they, it's like, if a black person's going to do something, we usually, our intentions are there, you see it, you know what I mean? We right. reveal our emotions. Right. But a white person will, like you said, and this is what's scary about them to me, is I've been on workplaces in the past where or in workplaces in the past where uh, white people will have a different intention. But when they talk to me, oh, hi, how you doing? Right, right. So it's a face behind a mask that you don't see. But with a black person, usually when I, you know, when you deal with black people, we can't hide our emotions. We try. Right. But you know when a black person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's on our face. You so ain't lying. That's what scares me. You know, uh, it's the cowardice of their move, just like the Ku Klux Klan wearing sheets on their head to to hide the identity. You know what I'm saying? Right. But a black person, if we if we do something, we stand out there. You know what I mean? That's right. You know that you were wrong. So yeah. But their time <laughs> is short, man. Yes. I'm telling you, this is the truth. They have a negative birth rate. Um, and also these diseases. You know, I hear the white people all the time talk about, oh, well, we, we created, what about the civilization we got, and what about this, and technology, and we, we are this and we're that. And I'm saying, do you see how much uh, we are paying? Do you see if, if in, their, in their world and in their mind, they believe they are so great for these mostly conveniences. Right, that that's really killing us off. Yes, but they don't see, if you were so great, how is there homeless people outside? How uh, is there people starving in your country? How do we have uh, a system with that many people in prison? The most imprisoned country mm -hmm. in the world. Most incarceration. How is it 
Yeah. Yeah. And how are we dying from cancer and all these other things that if you just go back 100 years, matter of fact, well, 70 years. Well, 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 how can you seek greatness when you're, you're raping, robbing, and stealing things, everything, resources, and everything, and taking credit for it all over the world, and the world doesn't like you? See, they're not going to say that part. They're not riding off into the sunset of some great whatever. The world does not like the United States. And it's not the people, uh, not the righteous people here. Let me correct it because there's a lot of rotten people here too, you see? But the leadership and the rotten people who go along with that, the world does not want to be bothered with that. And the world, like I said, we, we, I'm not aligning myself with those here, but we have fallen behind. There are people who come here and they can't wait to get back. We came to visit, but uh, I could never live here. And and the Negroes who are here looking stupid like, well, this has got to still be the greatest place. And come on. You know what I mean? The world is ours. We happen to be here. Yes. This is what we know. Yes. But the world is ours. The sun sets all over the place. There's water all over the place. There's luxury all over the world. And it's damn sure uh, an atmosphere out there that lacks this negative electricity that bombards our beings every single day of our life here. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like having to fight against this kind of ignorance every day, whether it's overt or whether it's subtle. It's always there. It's a constant pressure. Who wants to be bothered with that? Who, who really, oh, uh, God bless America. You know, I'm not somebody who wishes harm on anybody, but sometimes after what I go through here on a daily basis, I say, God blast America. There you go. The concept of what this place yeah, like has, has become. Tear it down. They're worried about yeah, the economy. Yeah, and the economic crash. Let it crash. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an outsider. I'm like that right. bird out in the wilderness or that alligator or that snake or that deer. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm here, but our presence serves to keep them in power. But I, I don't partake in, in, in any of their victories. They don't even let me in. So let it crash. Matter of fact, I hope it crash because I can buy more land with the little money I have at a bargain basement price. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.